Hey guys, a um, couple things before we go into today's podcast. I really actually want you to tweet me your feedback uh, on how you like Weekly V in podcast form. So please uh, hit me up at Twitter, Gary VEE, and just put hashtag Gary V Podcast uh, with the double E in there as well uh, so I can see your feedback on Weekly V7. Uh, please hit me up with some feedback on Twitter on how you like listening to the vlog. And if you're not watching the vlog, it's youtube.com slash Gary V with double E's again. Please enjoy. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What up, podcast? Today's episode is from a recent phone call that Gary had with Pearson. He speaks about ageism and how he believes that talent comes in all ages, shapes, and sizes. So make sure to hit him up and let us know what you thought with a review, and I hope you enjoy. The story I'm working on is about ageism in the industry and sort of how agencies are going about uh, addressing it and, and making it better. And so I saw your LinkedIn post looking for... Um, copywriters uh, in their 70s and 80s and I just wanted to ask you like sort of what spurred that? Um, you know obviously we're a little bit, you know our, our agency comes from a little bit of a different angle given my background and you know it's, I just think there's a lot of talent in many different shapes and sizes. Uh, I'm starting to realize how much, and I've always known this but I've probably tripled down in the last year on ideas coming from different angles and I'm, I'm kind of one of these people who doesn't think you have to look the part to be somebody that understands that consumer but different perspectives matter. We're also creating a lot more creative than most creative shops because of what we do in digital and how much volume we actually create and so <clears throat> we're quadruple downing on makers, people that are actually writers and designers and in we're hiring at scale and I want people that have never been to ad school. I want people who are commie writers. I want people who have never been in the industry and come from diverse backgrounds. And I think one of the best opportunities for this industry and definitely for VaynerMedia is to actually hire retired copywriters um, who've actually been in the industry, who've probably got a really interesting perspective. I'm just very fond of the opportunity of 70 and 80 year olds working at VaynerMedia for the culture, for the history lessons, for a lot of our employees, and to be very frank, for their unique perspectives. I'm extremely excited about marketing to 48 to 90 year olds on Facebook, and, and anecdotally have seen some really interesting original creative coming from people on Facebook in the last year or two, and then when I click in their profiles, sure enough, you know, even though they've been retired for 12 years, in 1982 to 1989, they worked at JWT, and I'm like, huh. So it's, it's been this conti- continuous journey of building from outside the industry, and you know, I, uh, I love the idea of helping the industry be better at ageism. I'd be lying to you if I'm on some crusade. This is about, <laughs> this is about my belief that there's incredible talent. Don't forget, and this will make sense to you, my, my agency, like many, is in New York and London and LA and a lot of retired, incredible executives from the ad world live in the suburbs of those places half the year and th- intuitively as an entrepreneur, I think there's an opportunity for us and uh, that's why I'm focused on it. Okay, and yeah, that kind of actually leads into my, my next question which is like, you know, there's a lot of studies that say uh, baby boomers and Gen X, they have, a, they have a lot of buying power and spending power and so, you know, kind of to your point, like is this more just like a business decision of I want people that can understand these audiences? 
Yes, but I would say it's not as lazy as me thinking that if you're 82-year-old Carol, then you understand 80-year-olds, because I would argue that I have, a, I have a uniquely good skill of understanding 14-year-old teenage girls because I spend a lot of time looking at quant and qual data on TikTok and other platforms, but I myself, as you know, am not a 14-year-old girl, so the answer is yes, I, but it's not as lazy as, oh, you look, you know, like, you know this. It's so silly that people are like, oh, you're from this, you know, race or from this gender or from this age group. You must know them. It's not as easy or as simple as that. On the flip side, I would say with experience, what I'm intrigued, if I meet, let's just play role play. If I, if I, you know, we've sent this out, we've got a lot of interviews coming up. It's something we've been secretly working on for a little while. If I sit down with Carol, who lives in, Westchester, who for 22 years worked at Ogilvy, and she's 81, and then she tells me that, you know, 25 years ago she worked on the Dove account. Well, it's interesting to me of like what she did, what she accomplished, what she understood about that 44-year-old woman then, that may help us market to that 69-year-old woman now. Yeah. I also, okay, I just, I also, yeah, I just, you know, it's really exciting because I, I'm excited that the ad world is getting better at thinking about diversity and inclusion in its talent, but I don't think that's just race and gender. I do think it's age as well. And I think, you know, I also know a lot of human beings because of who I am and there's a lot of people that are interested in still being active or having a side hustle of working 25 hours a week copywriting because they loved it. And you know, like one woman said to me, you know, I'm kind of bored of my grandchildren. I wouldn't mind to rock a little bit. And I was just, she had me on the ground and it, and it just made a lot of sense, which is like, why not? And so, and also to be honest, I think it's gonna bring a lot of value to my four walls. I think the serendipity yeah. of, you know, see, like my dream state is seeing 73 year old Carl sitting down with 29 year old Sharon and like talking about the craft of copywriting from a theoretical standpoint while Sharon's teaching him how to write copy for TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I think a one plus, exactly. one, plus one equals 11 is what I'm calling it, it internally, which is, this is right. We just have to create the environment where, you know, peop, you know a lot of my most progressive, you know, as you can imagine, young company, coastal, people think they're so woke, meanwhile, we've been interviewing some of these people and everyone's like, whose grandma's here? And I'm like, you're deploying ageism in the same way that you think people are deploying other things. So it's just gonna be healthy and exciting. And I also think there's a, to be, again, this is back to not being ideological. I think there's an extraordinary amount of talent available who are in a place where, you know, financially and time requirement may map to my business objectives. And so I just think it's gonna be a win, 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 win. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, I guess my last question would just be, um, after you made that post on LinkedIn, what's the feedback and responses been like? I mean, behind the scenes, incredible. A couple people, in- inevitably, you know, I'm a little bit of like a interesting character in the ad world and some people were like, don't go work for him, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, but, but besides that, like, I mean, we have hundreds of resumes and hundreds of conversations already going. I think people, you know, it was good timing. You know, we had three Super Bowl spots. I think people are starting to see the maturity of our shop. So I think, mm. I think people a year ago might have not reached out because they still weren't sure what we were doing. Inevitably, a lot of that demo still does think about TV or you know, you know, what kind of shop are we? But on the flip side, there's a lot of you know curiosity and humility there. So 
I would say 90% positive and an enormous influx of, yeah, this will make sense to you, tons of recruiters that obviously yeah. want to get involved, but, but a lot of direct emails. I've already had some incredible emails. First, some positive sentiment. Like I, I personally have gotten at least 40 emails just thanking me because they know that me slash us doing this means it'll probably be a little, I mean, look, you know, you were already working. Like, it's exciting that this is in the air because I think it's gonna lead to a lot of happiness. So I would say 90% positive, 10% like, screw that guy, he's bad for the ad world. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, thank you, Gary. That's actually all I awesome. have unless there's anything no you wanted to bring up. No, and thank, and honestly, like off the record, I'm really glad you're writing this because I will tell you, I've gotten some really emotional emails in the last 48 hours and yeah, I, I feel like this is the beginning of something really good for a lot of people and that makes me happy. Yeah, well thank you. Yeah, take care. And uh, have a good thank one. You, you too, bye-bye. Bye. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people, you know, it's so funny, people that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So Dean, take it away, which were our favorites this week? Thank you, Gary. Today's reviews, No Bullshit Attitude and Understanding Myself, written in by A Bravo 37 and CRW underscore dog say. Gary brings so much value that I had to leave a review. He gets right to the point and will call you out when you don't keep your word to yourself. And secondly, your podcast has helped me give a perspective I needed to really push my first e-commerce store. I didn't quite understand that every single person has their own sharp edge in some way, shape, or form that you must find to lead the way. As a bored as fuck nine to fiver, I found what I was missing to pursue my first business and make shit happen. If you want something to work, you have to think about it in a life or death way. Thanks, Gary. Thank you both so much for writing in. And remember, keep leaving reviews because yours could be next.